The content of this program is paid for by Monique Buchanan, LLC. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More or the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. This is Monique Buchanan, the host of the Welcome Home with Monique show. And on this show, I talk all things real estate. Listen, I want to thank you for tuning in. Well, happy Saturday, everybody. This is Monique Buchanan, the host of the Welcome Home with Monique show. Just want to say, aren't you enjoying this cloudy weather? You know I am. (laughs) You guys know I'm originally from Seattle, so I I almost feel like I'm back at my first home. But, you know, this is home now. So anyways, I've got a great show for you guys. Listen, if you are an investor or if you own rental properties, that makes you an investor, by the way. (laughs) And I've got a, a beautiful young lady on today, and that is what her business is is to tell you how to avoid those capital gains tax, right? So I want to welcome Miss Erica, and I hope I say this right now, Rutherford. Did I say it right, Erica? You did. You oh, said yay. it correct. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> so you guys, uh, Erica's on today to kind of go over, you know, what it looks like to do what you've probably heard of, which is a 1031 exchange. There's quite a few of my listeners out there that have been reaching out to me about selling their properties. A lot of them are investment properties. Some of them are their own properties. But this is always good to know. Right, Erica? It is. Thanks for having me, Monique. Uh, Thank you. It is a great way to help people defer capital gains taxes for a 1031 exchange. Which means, cha-ching, save some money. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or actually, it's a deferment, so it's not really... Yeah. It's kind of just putting that off. Yeah, you're kind of kicking the bucket down the road, so to speak. Gotcha. But there is another tax law called the 121 uh, section 121 that is actually used for personal residences, and it's an exclusion of taxes, which is actually better than the 1031. So if you're selling your personal residence and you've lived in it two out of the last five years from the sale date, then you qualify for section 121 for personal residences. If you're file single, it's $250,000 exclusion. If you file taxes married filing jointly, then it's a $500,000 tax exclusion. And see, that That's the one that I'm familiar with because I sell a lot of residential property. So basically, like she said, and and what she also says is that it does not have to be consecutive. So as long as you live two years, but it does not have to be consecutive, then you could possibly qualify for the 121. Correct. And a single person, if they own a property and they make $250,000 in equity, they can walk away without having to worry. But if they make $250,000 and $1, (laughs) <laughs> they need to, you know, look into that 121, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So let's talk about the 1031 because, you know, a lot of people don't realize it's not the same as a 121. What makes it different? So the 1031 exchange is only for investment property. So if you have long-term rentals, uh, short-term rentals that uh, you're planning to sell, the IRS is going to want a piece of that profit. So right. uh, you will have to pay capital gains taxes on them. Right, right. Okay, and this is so this law allows you to, like you said, kind of defer it 
or even roll it over into another property. Correct. Yes. Okay. So, How does that work? So with the 1031 exchange, you sell your investment property. Um, then you take those sales proceeds and roll them into a new replacement property that is also going to be rental or used in a trader business. Okay. So here's where it gets a little hairy. Everybody's always confused on when they say it has to be a like property. Can you kind of break that down to what that actually means? So like kind property actually means any real property. Okay. So sometimes I get calls from agents or uh, clients saying, hey, I'm selling a single family residential home. Do I have to buy a single family residential home? Since it says it's like kind, they take that so literally. Right. And like kind for purposes of 1031 exchange is any real property. So you can sell a single family residential and buy a four unit multifamily home. You even, can even commercial, I believe you said. Even right? commercial, yeah. So you can sell commercial. Uh, I had a client not too long ago. He sold a commercial property and um, he sold a commercial property that was roughly, when I want to say about $7 million and he bought 30 residential. Nice. Uh, single family residential homes because he was just tired of being in the commercial market. Right. Or so, vice versa. Correct. It goes both ways. You know, some people are tired of being in the residential market. They want to go to commercial and 1031 exchange works for both of those. And as well as vacant land, uh, oil and gas rights. We have these things called DSTs, Delaware Statutory Trust. Uh, it's a broad definition uh, when you say like kind. So that's crazy. So they could sell property and buy gas rights. Correct. Or in New York, air rights. That is correct. That yes. is crazy. So <laughs> yeah. I hope that helps you guys listening out there. If you have property that is an investment, rental properties or whatever that may be, and you've been thinking about, you know, selling those properties and you're worried about having that capital gains tax hit you. This is Miss Erica and she is Miss Erica Rufford. Rutherford. See, I messed it up that time. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and she can assist you. And if you want to uh, get for m- more information on that, you can always reach out to me, 702-984-3700. 702-984-3700. This is Monique Buchanan with the Welcome Home with Monique Show. And that is what we are speaking on if you're just tuning in, 1031 Exchanges. Okay, so back at it. Um, one more question. Can anybody... Um, get the 1031 does it is anybody excluded from that any kind of investors or can any, everybody well the IRS particularly doesn't like flippers doing 1031 exchanges or developers they like for investors who intend to hold properties long term or hold the property for business use again long term so if you're a flipper which are very um familiar in the real estate market you know some people it depends on what type of investor you are some people hold long term some people like to flip get in get out as soon as possible but flippers no that's a no and developers are a no for 1031 exchanges what is long term for maybe somebody that's listening that does flip homes you know go in there make them beautiful and then wants to turn around and sell them what is long term would they have to hold it for a year would they have to hold it for three months six months what does that look like for that person long term per the tax code is a year and a day Oh, okay. So a year and a day. So maybe the flip ran long. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> Which does be. happen, especially with the shortage right now right. on supplies. So if they're already hitting 11 months. Yeah, it's all about intent with the tax code. The tax code is very specific about that. So if your intent was to flip it. Out the gate. 
you're you're it's not going to work. But okay. if your intent is to hold it, you know, if you're fixing it up and then you intend to hold it for investment, which would mean you're putting out ads saying, "Hey, this property is for lease." Um, and things of that nature. Some and proof behind yes, it. Yes, or having you put it on the MLS as, you know, up and new coming rental. Yes, coming <laughs> soon. All of that works. So if you got audited, then you have all of those things in place. To back you up that you're always intended that your on holding intent it. was there. Yes. Okay, okay. Well, I guess that's not a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So here's one more for you real quick. Um, what if I can't find a property? What if they... There's just nothing that I can find because isn't there a timeline? What What is that timeline? There is. So everyone gets the timelines confused. I hear 90 days, uh, a year, or they get it confused with capital gains tax. The timeline for a 1031 exchange is 180 days total. So the first 45 days is the identification period. You have to let us know what you intend to purchase within the first 45 days of the exchange. And that clock will start to tick upon close of escrow of the property you're selling. So if you close today, tomorrow would be day one. Okay. And then you have the first 45 days to identify. Now, if for some reason, because the last two years, inventory has been a little short. So a lot of our clients were a little hesitant Wondering if they would be able to complete an exchange, right? Because right. inventory, but I understand it's loosening up a oh, little yes. bit now. Yeah, yes, that's good to hear. We went from nineteen hundred to eight thousand homes. Oh, well, that's good. Yes. That's good. But uh, for ten thirty one purposes, you have to identify the uh, what property. you intend to purchase within the first forty five days. So not of the exchange. not the specific property, just identify what you want to buy. Is that correct? Correct. And we'll provide you with a form in order to do that. But to answer your question, if you're unable to find something, we will hold your funds for the first 45 days. And then after the 45th day, you can say, hey, I'm not going to identify anything. Your funds are returned to you. And then you're, you'll just pay taxes on them as normal. Okay. So when you sell the property, you you guys will hold the fund. And by the way, she is an intermediary. Yeah. A qualified intermediary is what my company does. First American Exchange. And in order to to do a delayed exchange, you have to have the services of a qualified intermediary. So, so that would be your first step if you were interested in doing a 1031 exchange is Miss Erica. Yes, because our <laughs> documents have to be in place prior to the close of the property you're relinquishing or the property you're selling. And you've been in the business a long time, haven't you, Erica? I have. I've been doing this almost 10 years. I love my job. Yes. Uh, I have a background in real estate. I'm an investor myself. I have some homes back east. Nice. Uh, so it and I have tax office. So this kind of brings those two things together for me. Right. So just so you guys know, Miss Erica was teaching me myself a 1031 exchange <laughs> class. And I said, oh, my goodness, you're so knowledgeable. I'd like for you to come on my show and, you know, let my listeners um, also get that great knowledge that you're passing along about the 1031 because there is a lot of, you know, um, misconceptions about it. And so it's good to have it straightened out. That so. is true. That is true. Yeah. I hear everything. I have agents calling me all the time and it's always best if you know at least the basics. That way you can give your clients the basic rules and information. And then if they need more uh, guidance, guidance, they can come to me. Right, right, right. So we're all about that referral. <laughs> so let's jump right back into it real quick. What taxes are deferred? So the capital gains taxes are deferred. Uh, in Nevada, we don't have any state taxes, but normally most states will follow the federal tax code. So you have federal taxes that are deferred. And I don't know if people know when you when you have investment property and you report that on your tax return, 
you also have to depreciate that property. Well, you don't have to, but depreciation also comes into play. And then when you go to sell investment property, the IRS says you need to recapture that depreciation. So they've been giving you this as a credit Mm. over the years. You Mm. depreciate rental property. Uh, a straight line method, 27.5 years. So if you've had it for like three or four years, you've been getting this credit. But when you go to sell, they say, okay, you need to recapture that depreciation and we're going to tax it at 25%. Oh, wow. And a lot of the sellers have no clue about the depreciation. That is true. Unless they're listening to the show. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you have some people who want to do their own taxes, may not have taken the depreciation, which is why it's always a good, I tell investors all the time, there's two people you can have in your toolbox that does great. One is a great agent and the other one is a great tax person, whether CPA, tax advisor, that is going to do the work to try and find these tax deductions for you. I had a client, a friend actually, who was doing his own taxes. He completely missed the depreciation uh, credit that he could have been taking. But the IRS says, even if you didn't take it over the years, you could have. So they're still going to make you pay it. Oh, wow. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. yes. But that's really good information and Mm -hmm. good to know. So all of those things get deferred in a tax exchange. So you have the capital gains tax, you have the depreciation recapture and any state taxes that may uh, be involved. And there's also a net income investment tax if you make over a certain amount of money, 250,000, I believe for Mary filing jointly and you have rental income. Okay, so so this comes into play even with the 1031 exchange, because I know with the 121, it's the 250 for single, 500,000 in equity for a couple. Mm -hmm. But you're saying even with the 1031, there's a net investment income tax that you pay that will be deferred if you do a 1031 exchange. So most people think when they think of 1031 exchange, it's just capital gains taxes Mm -hmm. that are going to be deferred. Right. But there's quite a few other taxes that come along with that deferment as well. Oh, that's so good to know. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, you, you think it's just a capital gains tax. So you're actually avoiding quite a few other taxes. That is true. You're saving a bunch of money to do when you do an exchange. Well, that is just wonderful information because I know a lot of my listeners um, are out there listening and quite a few of them are investors and they do own, you know, properties. Right. And maybe they were thinking, oh, my goodness. I thought when I did a 1031 exchange, I would have to keep dealing with the tenants and toilets. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. But right. now they know, hey, I can move all the way out of this arena and get into commercial, you know. Correct. And correct. that that is awesome. So yes. is there any other things that they should maybe know about that, about that move? Well, it's fairly simple. You have to have a great agent that's going to help you find property. Yeah. So if you go from (laughs) single family residential to commercial, uh, I have a lot of clients who uh, are older. They're tired of the tenants trash. Yeah. The three T's. What do they say? Tenants trash and toilets. (laughs) They're tired of that. So they decide to sell all of their rental properties and exchange them into a Delaware statutory trust, which is similar to a real estate investment trust. And they get some of them pay dividends and they manage all of that for you. So they buy properties a lot of times near college campuses or they build senior homes. And I have, yeah, I have some clients that go from being landlords to just invest in their funds. Yes, they exchange right into these DSTs. Uh, and then they're just can lay back and enjoy their retirement. And all of that is done through you or how would they get into the DST? Yeah, the DST is something separate. We we do have some that, you know, we don't endorse any one DST. Right. Uh, you, you know, like with any investment 
portfolio, you need to do your due diligence yes. and read the perspectives and things of that nature. Right. But uh, we do recommend some that we deal with on a regular basis. And we tell our clients to do their due diligence, of course. Of course. But you do have some referrals of the DSTs. Correct. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm happy nice. to... to uh, give them a list of the people we do them with. Right on. Yeah, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, before I took your class, I wasn't aware of the DSTs. So yeah. that was really good information. Yeah. Um, now, I've, I've dealt quite a few times with many a client that have, we've done 1031 exchanges. Um, I had a client come from L.A. I think I was telling you that story. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my clients sold a condo downtown L.A. He was able to walk away or they were able to walk away with 700000 and we did the 1031 exchange. Mm -hmm. You guys totally jump in, take over, deal with the title companies direct. I didn't have to do, you know, a whole lot. All I had to do was pair my client up with, like you said, um, a qualified um, intermediary. I can't say intermediary. <laughs> yes. And they took over. So we did locate the property. I believe it was, what was it, 45 days, like you said, to mm -hmm. for them to let them know. And then we had 180 days that we needed to be closed completely. Yeah, it has property. to be completely completed within the 180 timeline. Those are very strict timelines. There are no extensions. You must be done with your identification in 45 days and exchange itself within that 180-day timeline. So guess what? If your 180th day falls on Christmas Day, you better close on that property on Christmas Eve. Or if yeah. your 45th day falls on a Saturday, those count. So weekends and it's calendar day. So weekends and holidays do count. But you did say that natural disasters. Oh, yeah. The president claims. Yeah. You know? There's a pre sometimes if the president declares a natural disaster, they'll give that's an like extension. literally the only time they'll give that an extension. is literally the only time they'll give an extension. If you guys are just tuning in, this is Monique Buchanan. I'm talking to the lovely Erica Rutherford. I said it right. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> she is my 1031 exchange specialist and she's just going over the guidelines trying to help all of my listeners understand, you know, exactly what a 1031 exchange is, what it looks like, and how it can benefit you. So real quick, my website is www.welcomehomewithmonique.com. <laughs> my YouTube channel, you can check it out, is also Welcome Home with Monique. And it is there and ready for you to like and dis uh, subscribe. I was going to say describe. <laughs> Just subscribe is better. So real quick, guys, let's jump right back into this. Um, Erica, I've got one more question for you. Are they able to pick multiple properties or do they have to just pick one property when they're trying to figure out? Well, the key to having a successful exchange, but to answer your question, yes. The key to a successful exchange is you need to purchase property that is equal or greater in value than what you sold. So if you sold a property for a half a million dollars, then you can buy one property or multiple properties that their combined value is also a half a million dollars. Okay. And that way you fully defer taxes. The other thing you need to do is you need to spend all of the sales proceeds. Oh, so, the boots. Uh, yes. I learned that in your class. I'm like, the yeah, boots. Well, yeah, if you have, if something is taxable in my industry, we call it boot. So if you don't spend all the sales proceeds and for any reason we have to return funds to you, then they're considered boot and okay. taxable. So you don't, really don't want that to happen. And we do our best to help you exhaust all of the 1031 funds. Well, you can uh, do the possible. Delaware thing to get rid yeah, of the boot, can, right? That's what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, you can. You yeah. can. And that's one example. I'll have somebody say if you sell for maybe $600,000, you buy a property that's $580,000, you have $20,000 in boot. Maybe you want to invest that in a Delaware statutory trust. That way you have a fully deferred exchange. Okay, great. Because we want to avoid that boot. 
<laughs> that is correct. Right. So thank you. So let's just do a quick rundown or a quick rundown of the timeline, what a 1031 exchange is, what it means when it says real property, um, and who can't do it and who can. Okay. All right. <laughs> so a 1031 exchange is for investment property. The timeline to complete an exchange is 180 days, with the first 45 days being the identification period. The IRS does not like flippers or developers doing 1031 exchanges, so it must be property that you intend to hold for investment or use in a trade or business. Okay. And you must have a qualified intermediary in order to complete a delayed exchange. So if you need, if you would like to do an exchange, I am here to help you. My name is Erica Rutherford. I'm with First American Exchange Company. And my phone number is 702-672-3058. And if you missed that, you can always, you can always reach out to me. <laughs> 702-984-3700. Welcome home with Monique.com. We have Miss Erica Rutherford on the show today who just enlightened us to what it means to complete a 1031 exchange. Thank you so much for coming on, Erica. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you, girl. Okay. Okay, guys, so let's jump on back into my portion. <laughs> but wasn't that great, you guys? It's always good to, you know, um, just know what's out there that can help you to avoid those taxes, right? So I'm so thankful for Miss Erica coming on and letting us know just how we can get around that. All right, let's jump into my weekly listings. Listen, the property over in Centennial Hills is still available. And guess what, guys? I've got great news for you. It is down payment assistance approved. It is also lease to own approved. Okay, it's going for just under $455,000. It's a four bedroom corner lot property. All right. Sellers are actually going to give you $7,000 towards your closing costs. So if you're a little shy in the closing cost area, hey, no fears, you know. <laughs> so real quick, four bedroom corner lot strip views from your bedroom and the seller is contributing towards your closing costs. If you are interested, you can text 702-984-3700, the word beautiful flower, no spaces. You can see pictures of the property. All right, now my McDonald Ranch listing. All right, this is also a corner home. Four bedroom, located in the Henderson area of McDonald Ranch. It has two suites, you guys. So not only the primary suite has a full bathroom, but there is a secondary with a full bathroom. Single story with an office. And I'm telling you guys, this is, you know, you don't want to miss it. So corner lot, single story, McDonald Ranch, Henderson area, four bedrooms, gated community. Listen, 702-984-3700. You can text Ashley Rose, no spaces, Ashley Rose, no spaces, and get a preview of that property. And mind you, all of these properties are also on my YouTube channel, Welcome Home with Monique, along with quite a few of my previous shows. So if you've missed something, you can always catch it there. Also, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. Your girl, Monique, is all over the place <laughs> trying to share this information with you guys. Okay, last thing. These down payment assistant programs are back in full force, okay? So you only need a 600 credit score, two years on the job, and that does not have to be the exact same job, just the same like 
job, okay? So if you were a carpenter and decided that you wanted to start being a bartender, then yeah, the clock starts over. <laughs> but, you know, if you're in the service industry and went to another position as a service industry, you are good. 600 credit score, it's going to give you an um, some assistance on your down payment as well as up to half of your closing cost. There's also the lease to own program. So all of these things are around to assist you in becoming a homeowner. If you're interested in the lease to own, you can also text 702-984-3700, lease to own. All right. All the way spelled out, no spaces. If you are interested in the down payment assistance, you can text DPA to 702-984-3700. Now, listen, if you're just moving or deciding to move out of town, I should say, um, I have a referral network. If you are looking for an agent in anywhere of the 50 states, really, we're in 18 countries, but anywhere of the 50 states, I've got you covered. You can text REFER to 702-984-3700. Please make sure to put what city and state you are moving to. If you're just moving here to Las Vegas, I have a team of over five agents and we would love to assist. My number is 702-984-3700. You can find homes and start searching automatically at uh, welcomehomewithmonique.com. That's www.welcomehomewithmonique.com. If you want to just kind of get to know me, you can Google me, which sounds so cliche, but you can. Welcome Home with Monique or Monique Buchanan. Love to hear from you and can't wait to hear from you soon. All right. Have a blessed weekend. Thank you for listening. This is Monique Buchanan. My license number is S178846 and I am part of EXP Realty. Tune in next week.